Welcome to Geek Briefs. This is Barbara. Welcome back. On today's episode, we'll talk about DC Universe Online, an update to Netflix, a new documentary on the horizon, and a review of our streaming movie of the week. Let's get started. I'd like to inject a little news into the podcast today. I've heard a few cool things. For those that don't know, I'm a longtime gamer, and one of the games I'm into is DC Universe Online. It's an MMO developed by Sony Online Entertainment that delves into an alternate story in the DC Universe, where Lex Luthor goes back in time to warn the Justice League of an imminent invasion, in which Brainiac strips the heroes and villains of their powers, kills them, and then takes over the Earth. Lex brings with him the stolen powers from the future and seeds the planet, hoping to create an army of heroes and villains to take down Brainiac. In the game, you create either a new hero or villain that is mentored by Superman, Batman, or Wonder Woman for the heroes, or Lex Luthor, the Joker, Cersei for the villains. James Marsters, most know him as Spike from the Angel and Buffy series, he announced that he's in Pop Studios, which is based in Santa Monica, to start work on the latest installment of DCUO. Now, the voice talent is truly amazing on this game. SOE has gotten together many actors that have voiced DC characters from past animated features and television series. For instance, James Marsters, who did the voice of Lex Luthor in the Superman Doomsday animated film, also does the voice of Lex Luthor in the game. Other DC alumni include Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, Arlene Sorkin, Corey Burton, Adam Baldwin, along with recognizable names like Dwight Schultz, Will Wheaton, Gina Torres, the list goes on and on. The base game is currently free to play, but you can purchase additional downloadable content. The developers at SOE have been very good about continuing to put out DLCs that expand the DCUO environment. I've seen content that includes the ability to play as a Green Lantern. You can go to Central City and help out The Flash, do missions for Dr. Fate or Felix Faust throughout Metropolis and Gotham, do battle on Themyscira, try to foil the Joker's plans, fight as one of the iconic heroes or villains in PvP matches. You can even create and decorate your own secret base or lair. With the news that actors are returning to record additional vocal content, I can't wait to see what's on the horizon for DCUO. I've also heard about a new documentary in production titled Necessary Evil, Villains of DC Comics. It's a Warner Brothers Entertainment and DC Entertainment venture that's being touted as a documentary which will give the scariest and most menacing villains in the DC Comics universe center stage. Christopher Lee, who has a lengthy history of playing baddies, will provide his unique voice as the narrator. In this new documentary film, DC Comics' Rogues Gallery will be explored in depth, featuring interviews with the creators, storytellers, and those who have helped craft the most notorious villains in comic book history. Production starts on March 30th to coincide with WonderCon, which begins on March 29th through the 31st. On that Saturday, fans attending WonderCon are encouraged to come dressed as their favorite DC Comics villain for an opportunity to be featured in the documentary. I've been told that filming will take place at WonderCon booth 801, from 10.30 a.m. to noon. Participation in upcoming cons such as San Diego and New York Comic Con is anticipated, and a full release of the documentary is scheduled for late this year. I honestly can't wait. I'm a DC girl at heart, and DC is very good about pumping out in-depth character study special features on their animated and live-action movies. In some ways, I buy the Blu-rays just as much for them as I do for the flick. If this turns out to be a substantial enough venture that incorporates the history of these iconic figures with some interesting backstories on the creators and storytellers, and if it gives the proper amount of respect and eye to detail, as I've seen on other special features, then I think it could be a very interesting doc. 
And speaking of interesting things to watch, another thing I wanted to comment on is that Netflix will be getting an influx of new material in their instant watch queues starting March 28th into early April. I see a few interesting movies and documentaries listed, but what's really caught my eye is some quality animation that includes Season 1 of Samurai Jack, Season 1 of Johnny Bravo, Season 1 of Batman the Brave and the Bold, Batman Beyond Seasons 1 through 3, Seasons 1 and 2 of Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, Seasons 1 and 2 of Dexter's Laboratory, Robot Chicken Season 1, The Venture Brothers Season 1, and over half the James Bond catalog will be available to view as instant watch ranging from Dr. No and Goldfinger to The World Is Not Enough. For a complete list of the 13007 flicks and a cavalcade of other delectable treats coming soon to a Netflix queue near you, I suggest heading over to StreamingSoon.com. Now, onto our review of Bunraku. The story is your typical drifter, or in this case, drifters, come-to-town scenario. There's a cruel crime boss and a band of henchmen that have the community under thumb. It's visually stunning. The film's story flow is derived from a 400-year-old form of Japanese puppet theater called Bunraku. The background and set design contain amazing color and depth that pops on the screen. The movie is a variety of different styles that seem to blend seamlessly together. It's a spaghetti western German expressionistic film mixed with a healthy amount of neo-noir and the samurai genre's philosophy of duty and honor. Think of it like the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari meets a Kurosawa or Leone film. One of the things I appreciate about Bunraku is the way subtitles were used in the film. In the moments where characters were speaking strictly Japanese, the dialogue moved and flowed around the screen with a life of its own which allowed you to take in all the detail on screen instead of focusing on the bottom frame. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Heroes, where you would see Hero talking in Japanese to his father or his friend, and it would move around the screen and have a life of its own. The story is set after a global war. Guns have been outlawed, and as a result, people have gone back to more traditional means to end their conflicts, with blades and fists. Nicola, the woodcutter, played by Ron Perlman, is the most powerful man east of the Atlantic. He's a shadowy crime boss who rules with the assistance of his clan of assassins called the Killers. His right-hand man is Kevin McKidd's Killer Number 2. He's a cold, smooth-talking murderer who wears a red hat, red shades, and carries a vicious sword cane. Along with his killers is Nicola's mistress, a damaged femme fatale called Alexandra, played by Demi Moore. The citizens live in fear of Nicola and his crew, and many are biding their time until an opportunity to be rid of him presents itself. And that opportunity comes in the form of two strangers, a drifter with no name and a samurai. Both strangers have a score to settle with the warlord and are assisted in their quest by a philosophical bartender played by Woody Harrelson. It's a beautiful action film that's not just high-flying kicks and mindless violence. It's almost circus-like in the feel of it, particularly McKidd's performance as killer number two. The way he moves reminds me of a grand showman. His movements are smooth, graceful, slick. In many ways, it's, it's like watching a dancer on screen. The set design and cutscenes look like elegant origami elements blossoming into action. The whole universe is constantly folding and unfolding to create cityscapes and interiors. Another plus is the music by Terrence Blanchard, who uses his jazz roots to great effect and sets a strong pace for the film. It's a fun movie. I've honestly never seen anything like it, and I'd give it four out of five paper cranes. Well, I think that's our show for today. The next streaming movie of the week is going to be Justice League Doom, which stars a number of recognizable genre and DC animated voice talents, such as Tim Daly, Kevin Conroy, Susan Eisenberg, 
Carl Lumley, Michael Rosenbaum, Alexis Denisoff, Phil Morris, Nathan Fillion, Paul Blackthorne, Robin Atkins Downs, Juliet Landau, and Claudia Black. It is currently available on Netflix Instant Watch. If anyone wants to sit down and share your thoughts about the movie, or anything else for that matter, the email is geekbriefs at live.com. You can also contact the Geek Brief Studios at the Twitter account Geek Briefs or the Geek Briefs Facebook page. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening and take care. Mm-hmm.